Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Like, Click and Share podcast. Um, your host, uh, Darren Winter, here with Gemma. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Dee. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. And some apologies uh, for the sound in advance. Um, I'm in a, there's a bit of an echo because I'm in a, uh, in a room which doesn't have a lot of furniture in it and I don't have my uh, microphone with me um, because it's uh, in storage in a, in a warehouse in France somewhere. So the, that's another story for another podcast about how that's <laughs> happened. I'm going to do that next time. Um, so, yeah, so apologies for the uh, the sound quality and then any outside noise as well because I, I can't close it out. I've tried to do what I can. So with that out of the way, what are we talking about today? So I really wanted to – I've been pestering Gemma to do this podcast for a little while. Um, so this is about – building confidence um for yourself um and managing imposter syndrome so the reason why i kind of want to talk about this is because i think it's something that we all go through from time to time for lots of different reasons and i didn't appreciate myself maybe up until a couple of years ago that there is kind of an overlap between the confidence um issues and this imposter syndrome so i suppose that if somebody said to me if i was suffering from imposter syndrome I'd probably say no, but if I actually read a bit more about it and look at what the definitions are, I probably do have like some common traits about it. What about you, Gemma? Is it is it something that you identify with? You know, being well working for yourself as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think my biggest case of it sometimes has come when I've actually worked for companies, um, and you know you're doing a good job and the majority of people are telling you that you're doing a good job but then you get called out on a couple of things by someone who knows like really nothing about the topic that you're either working on or covering and stuff and then you start to like question some of the things that you do and I think when you start to work for yourself um if you've had a couple of bad experiences, then you start to think, oh right, can I do this? Am I good enough? Am I going to be able to make it work? But I think you have that with like almost everything in everyday life. You know, yeah. I don't just think it comes down to jobs. I think it can be like just something daft. You're trying to fix something in the house. <laughs> you have a day where everything goes totally wrong, you know. So I'd, I don't know. I think you find it everywhere, don't you? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think you, you gave a really good example there and, and, I think the workplace is definitely um, probably the most obvious um, scenario where you might feel that you've got this kind of crisis of confidence. So you might, you know, Gemma's example there was a good one, that somebody just called you out on something there. Um, but you also might find yourself in a situation you've been promoted um, into a position. Sometimes you've just not even been given a choice. You've just been like, you're really great at that. We need you to do it. Uh, this job, this new role or cover for somebody that may be on illness or maternity leave um, or just replace somebody that maybe have left kind of at short notice and you seem to be the, the safe pair of hands um, and you find you're thinking, I don't know anything about this. And mm -hmm. actually there's a reason why you are there, you know, and maybe that's, you kind of have to under, have to maybe ask that question. It's like, well, why me? Why, why do you think I'm the person to do it? Yeah. But that underselling yourself is that imposter is part of that imposter yes. syndrome. So if you're constantly kind of finding yourself um, like saying to yourself, well, you know, I'm just not good enough. 
Um, I don't know why people think I'm doing a great job because I'm not. So you're constantly berating yourself, um, constantly setting yourself really high targets, lots of different traits. Um, so we're not experts. I'm not claiming to be an expert um, in psychological health awareness. (laughs) We're not doing that. We're just talking about what it is, some of the examples, and then maybe kind of um, how you can manage this um, like yourself. So, so those are kind of some of the examples um, and some some of the definitions that you might find. There's a couple of links um, that I've shared in the notes on the podcast. Um, I definitely um, recommend you to read. So these are two links to a website from verywellmind.com. Um, and the articles are by uh, Kendra Cherry. And I actually found them really, really helpful. Um, and I think the other one's by Arling Kuntik. Hopefully, I pronounced that correctly. Um, but they're medical professionals, um, so they're really good articles. But I wanted to talk about it, like why? So why this? So as you both know, if, if or if as everybody knows, both Gemma and I, we work for ourselves or we run our own businesses, and we advise others as marketing professionals about different campaigns, um, strategies, um, and some of it's advice, and some of it we we go and do it for people as well so we do everything and actually even just if you just listen to that um if i was to think about that on its own about the the responsibility that entails some people would think it's like wow i don't think i could do that and it's like but we do these types of things like every single day so somebody will at some stage come to you for advice about something um and it could be you know something in personal life could be you know, what to do with a diet, certain dilemma and all these types of discussions and conversations, whether they're professional or outside of work, they do have some kind of responsibility or morality attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, none of us in our own right minds want to get anything wrong. So we don't want to give bad advice. We don't want to do a bad job. We don't want to find ourselves being told off for not doing something or missing something. So after a time, I can, I, su- I suppose that if you're working, you know, like from my own experience that you've been working for yourself and you're not giving yourself much of a break and you're, you know, working hard, you know, maybe 12, 13 hours a day, that kind of pressure starts to build up. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you start to find yourself a little bit overworked. Mm-hmm. You have this kind of feeling of, of being burnt out, but you kind of then start, you know, from my own experience is that you start feeling maybe a little bit down um, because you're missing out on things in life. And then you do start kind of like questioning yourself and you start thinking or your mind starts thinking about all this kind of responsibility that you have on yourself. You know, you're constantly going in and out of video meetings, you know, catching up with things on social media, seeing other people doing, maybe moving on in their careers and you may well be, you may well not be. All these types of fears all kind of like start to add up, all these responsibilities start to add up. And that's how I, I think I found myself in this situation um, a few years ago. Um, and I do still have it from time to time where I question myself and thinking, do I really know like everything? Have I got all the answers like ready um, to um, counter people, you know, maybe kind of guess, second guessing what people might challenge me on, like Gemma was mm-hmm. talking about there. Um, particularly if you're in a not very um, positive working environment mm-hmm. uh, where you find yourself where people always kind of try and get one over you all of the time it's that that's another um kind of like scenario so then you have to kind of 
be ready and be fore, forewarned and forearmed. So it's not very kind of like positive or, or helpful. Um, so that's kind of the situation I've, I've kind of, I suppose I found myself in over the last few years and, and I have taken on a lot of responsibility. Um, a lot, I found myself chairing boards of people um, on a voluntary basis, um, but you know, with budgets of like sort of 20 million, 25 million, it's like, well, I've never done this before. So, you know, how do you do all of that? And, and you know, you know, the same advice I'll give to everybody, it's like, it doesn't really matter. Like if you've never done anything before, it's about how you approach it. And yes. if you approach it logically and you approach it like soundly, like you speak to people to gain advice, do some research, um, you know, talk it through with people, with your team, make sure you build a positive team around you. Some of this may not always be possible, but you start to work out who, you know, who's on your side, who isn't on your side. And I think also be honest with people about what you know and what you don't know. And then you're in that position and you're in that role for a reason. People may be paying you for a reason. So if they want you there, they'll support you. If they don't yes. want you there, then they won't support yeah. you. They won't pay you to totally be there. Agree. Yeah. So you, I, think, I think that's the starting points. And then I think I don't do this often enough. Um, I'm going to stop talking in a minute and I'm going to give this back to you like Gemma. But... <laughs> I don't do this often myself and that celebrates some successes as well because you know life passes you by um you know quite quickly uh, and if I used to think when I started working for myself back in what 2017 and where I am like now so 2023 I honestly did not think I'd be here still doing this I just thought you know what I'll do this for a couple of years it probably won't work so there's the imposter syndrome again yeah. right now the project it probably won't go, but I'll give it a go anyway. Um, and sometimes that's about reducing expectations, maybe then to making sure then you can exceed and you don't, you know, you set yourself too far, you know, like a high benchmark. Um, but some of it can be a little bit dangerous where actually you're starting out on a project and you think, ah, oh, well, I'll never get there anyway. So you're actually talking yourself down. So if you're doing that quite a lot, then that's definitely a good like sign of imposter syndrome. Um, and I think it, I would guess um, it would happen a lot in the creative fields because it's just so competitive. Mm -hmm. You've seen other people out there doing all this amazing stuff and you just can't be there. Social media, I think, is the worst um, because... Because it's not true. A lot of stuff that you well, see on yes. there, yeah, you know, so... Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on there that can make you feel quite negative about yourself depending on what kind of like mindset you're in you know so yeah. I think there's a lot of people on there who aren't who they say they are who haven't got the things they say they have you know you read a lot of stuff online people just going into shops trying clothes on with the tags on doing all the pictures and stuff and yeah you know so it's I don't know I think social media for what it was created for initially and where it is now I think there's a lot of grey areas to it now there's a lot more like online bullying and stuff which I think helps create imposter syndrome and people not feeling as good as the the native and I think it's important that you take a break from social media sometimes yeah. you know and listen more to what people are saying to you in the real world you know, because you can't, you, like, I've worked some places where 
I've been told that one day you're the best thing ever and people are coming to your advice for advice and stuff and then next the next day being told that you can't do your job probably and there's concerns you know and it's like well how, how does how does that work you know yeah. and yet I've worked with pretty much all the clients that I've got from the last three years that I've worked on my own and all the feedback that I've got from them has been that we want to work with you because we like your attitude, we like your positivity. If you don't know how to do something, you'll tell us, but you're happy to look into it and learn, you know, so you want to grow, you want to help us, you always go the extra mile kind of thing. And then you look back, I look back at some of the workplaces that I've worked in over the years and had some, not similar kinds of experiences in every single one, but there's been two or three that I look back and I think, well, I'm not surprised I felt the way that I did, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think as well, sometimes people around you don't realise when you're in an office environment, some of the stuff that they say to you, how it can affect you. Yeah. Because what is classed as banter isn't no. always banter, do you know what I mean? And I think that's the same in real, I think it's the same in real life, you know, like I think it's the same with different friend groups you know so I think it it can carry on through almost everything that you do day to day sometimes can't it it's I suppose it's how you deal with it and how you respond isn't it it's I think and it's hard isn't it because you know I know we've talked about it on this podcast before it's about you know people asking you for feedback it's about important being sort of truthful and honest but also just um, it's not about being too honest or truthful, but I think it's just about how you, if you are given feedback, then you do still need to be sensitive about the other person, mm-hmm. you know. And if they, you know, ask for it explicitly, then you it don't really have much choice. Sometimes you just have, just have to break bad news. But I think you're still trying to be sort of sympathetic, but also empathetic. So trying mm-hmm. to understand how they feel, and then still being there for support to help them overcome those challenges as well so you work with them so and that means then it makes the other person do, doesn't walk away thinking well gosh all these people think i'm really bad at doing this so i must be bad mm-hmm. and then that can you know if they're hearing that repeatedly then that will lead then to you know some of these types of issues that we've like been talking about um i don't know that probably uh, well i say I, I don't really know but i'm guessing i'm assuming that Gemma, you probably had this a lot where you work with clients who are perfectionists and they won't release projects or websites or social media until it's absolutely like absolute tip top like perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another sign of, you know, kind of this kind of confidence issues and um and an imposter syndrome as well. And like nothing's ever going to be like right or perfect. And um it's taken a moment to understand if that's how you are it's like it could have some really negative effects upon like how you manage your business how people work around you and how you get success as well um and some people are happy to be that and if you've deliberately choosing that route then um okay that's that's the route that you've chosen but some other people may not realize um and you do have to learn to let go because some of these things 
you can work on in the background you know it, life's never perfect it's, it's perfect maybe at that one second in time or that one minute in time but the world is moving so fast now and the next day you can be completely out mm -hmm. of date um so if you're feeling kind of uh, everything has to be perfect um then again that's something you need to kind of like maybe look into i have a read a couple of these um articles here because they've, they've really um quite insightful one of the one one of the other things they mentioned in this article as well about just focusing on the future and again this is something that i do sometimes that sometimes i forget about the now and the mm -hmm. focus so much on doing like setting things up so i think there's i think in another kind of psychological um uh, um context you have a kind of these um, different personality types where you have kind of like starters then you have like completers like in finishers we all have these types of things that we're good at so you'll have people that come up with great ideas innovators but i'm never mm -hmm. really good at kind of like seeing it through to the end so to get the conversion so they always need other people like as finishers and completers to help them achieve that and that may be if you're working for yourself in a business or working in a team um, or even just working for yourself, sort of try to think, are you more an innovator? Are you more, or are you just a bit of a broad of on everything? Can you, can, are you able to come up with an idea, then execute it um, and then get an outcome from it? Because if you can do all three more or less, okay, that's a nice like balance, but generally most of us are um, prefer doing one over the other. Um, so I love kind of um, sort of planning for the future um, and also uh, setting everything up and and executing it. But sometimes I miss out on the, some of the obvious stuff I'm doing like now. And sometimes the sales side is not like the bit I like doing because it's just a bit I don't like doing so much. But it's the bit that actually keeps like business like ticking over. Mm -hmm. So I tend to find myself I tend to do lots of one thing at one particular time. So then I kind of manage that sides so i might do spend a couple of days in sales and then i might do a couple of days then actually working live on projects and that's how i try to manage my time if i try to mix up my days with too much too many starting things too many ending things i feel like my head's in a bit of a spin at the end of the day because i've not kind of i can't get into any any particular rhythm with a project so that's why interestingly some of this is about how you manage your life as well you know if you're all over the place um then you have a very very busy mind um mm -hmm. and sometimes it's quite difficult to quiet it down so lots to explore <laughs> and this podcast is definitely not going to give you all of the um insights because we could be here for hours and days like talking about it um but i think it's something we'll be coming back to um time and time again um because it's i think nowadays it's ever more important that you have to look after yourself um because it, it things are moving so technology this year is moved at so so fast how we're doing things like maybe a year ago now is completely out of date so chat even, even last week though yeah <laughs> you know it's like... yeah. yeah it's just crazy isn't it and yeah it's um I was about to say ChatGPT, like when none of us, well, not many of us were using it last year, but now how we're using that technology or things like that, um, it's having a massive impact. Um, some of it's positive and some of it's not so positive and some people are finding themselves coming out of jobs. Um, 
because other people don't need them anymore. And it's like, so what am I going to upskill myself in? So you have all this fear and anxiety, which then is going to kind of build up into this whole imposter syndrome and crisis of confidence, like I'm not very good because people don't want me. And it's like, it's not even about you as a, uh, uh, like as a person, it's about what skills and that you can bring to the table and make yourself that I can't let that person go because mm -hmm. I need them in the business. So you, you have to keep constantly keeping yourself going. So you've got this treadmill hamster wheel effect, uh, which is quite difficult to break. Um, so I think try to give yourself some breaks, like Gemma was saying, have the break away from social media, try to have that break throughout the day, try to do some planning in the week, but then making sure you still follow through on the plans and you execute, celebrate some successes, surround yourself with positive people, try to let people go or reduce the amount of time you spend around people who are taking away from you. And that's difficult, that one, because sometimes we all need other people to lean on and some people's um, situations may require a bit more time from others for support. Um, but uh, if people are constantly taking from you, but they're never really kind of giving back to you or like helping out or kind of, if the conversation is always all, always about them for three, four years, five years on the, on the go, then. Oh, I've cut, I've cut, I've cut them off by then. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it. It's, it's too hard. Um, but I hope this podcast is it's more about thought provoking. Um, it's just about having a discussion with yourself. You know, you might think, well, actually, you know, who are these people? Um, I don't think that uh, because I know that I've gone through this myself and I still mm -hmm. continue to on a daily basis and I, I do battle with it sometimes. And then other days, like Gemma was saying, you like great days. Um, and then other days, you just find it a little bit all too much overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, and you just, just have to take that step back. So um, just tell yourself if you're feeling that way, that it is okay, it's completely normal. Um, it's not mess, ne not necessarily a massive mental health issue. It could just be lots. You just got a lot going on at a particular time, but just talking to yourself and just starting to approach it and understand it, then how to manage it is probably just a really big step forward. Um, but definitely read the um, the links below mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully get some advice and insight there. And I hope you found this podcast like interesting and helpful. If you have any comments we'd love to hear from you the the links are in the um in the chat uh, chat notes in the podcast description uh, but we've got some really good podcasts coming up so uh, make sure you subscribe um i'll try to do less talking next time but we wanna... <laughs> i don't think it's probably ever possible but um but yeah we're on a bit of a time break today but since me wanted to talk about this podcast that's why i've done so much talking um but yeah, you I can might. Leave, I can leave you to it if you want. You know. No. no. <laughs> oh, so I do what I think. Next time, get Gemma to lead on the podcast. We need to balance this out a little bit. So, um, anyway, have, uh, look after yourself. Take care, and um, hopefully you'll, you'll listen to another one of our podcasts soon. Bye for now. See you later. Mm.